What is up, family? Welcome to Speak. There has been no more debated week in all of sports than this week. Why? Because two teams that we expected to see in the NFC Championship game, at least one of them, and they both at home in Cancun right now. It's very simple. Cowboys coach Mike McCarthy, he just lost in the playoffs. Eagles coach Nick Sirianni, he just lost in the playoffs. But if you all would remember, you're talking about two 11-plus win teams and both had excruciatingly devastating seasons. I was completely shocked. I was completely dismayed to realize the Cowboys, the Eagles, and neither one of them could advance past the wild card round. Absolutely pathetic. But here's the question. Which coach is on the hotter seat? Y'all know Jerry Jones. He does not like to tolerate mediocrity. And you know Howie Roseman and Jeffrey Lurie, they don't like to tolerate it either. Heading over to the desk because nobody knows he's the gentleman better than Eagles all-time rushing leader, LaShawn Shady McCoy. 2-5, I like that. It's lilac. Looks good. Yeah, it's something to drink. What, what is that color? Lilac. What a show we have in store. Farhan James Jones, how you feeling? I feel good, man. What's going down? It's all good. It's all good. Joy Taylor. Taylor looking elegant as always. Thank you. Did the nails intentionally match the outfit, or is that? Um, they didn't, but you know details. Thank details. you. For details. The details. Happy, happy birthday Thank to George. Thank you. <laughs> happy birthday, Don't to George Taylor. You better uh, sing, sing it. it. Don't say it. Sing it. Happy birthday. <laughs> I'm with it, big dog. It I'm is. with it. Well, things getting real ghetto out in Dallas and in Philly, 2-5, because <laughs> seats are hot for these coaches. Mike McCarthy, he had a disappointing end to the season. Nick Sirianni, he had a disappointing end to the season. Whose seat is hotter? It's the most debated topic in sports today. Mike McCarthy, Sirianni. It's got to be. Mike McCarthy, mm. right? And I'm not saying it's because I'm the all-time leading rusher for the Philadelphia Eagles. I'm not saying that. The thing is because, like, if you just look at the, the track record, since, since um, Nick Sirianni has got there, he got better and better and better. I mean, for God's sakes, fellas. <laughs> they was just a Super Bowl last year. True. They did do that. That True. did happen, right? And you look at McCarthy where I do feel like the, the Cowboys were playing better. Mm -hmm. The quarterback was playing a lot better. MVP-type caliber, which you said. Mm -hmm. um, nine All-Pros? Nine eight. of them. Come on. So, like... If I ask you who's playing better, the Eagles and the Cowboys, it's easy you say the Cowboys. Mm -hmm. So if you look at the, the, the uh, recent performance as far as last year, Super Bowl, this year they get to the playoffs, they're not playing as well. I'm talking about the Eagles. It's got to be the Cowboys for mm -hmm. sure. Jerry Jones and the Cowboys are one of the biggest brands in football. Yeah. And think about this. All these years we talk about how good the quarterbacks are, the teams are, and all this stuff. They haven't been to the NFC Championship game. Forget the Super Bowl. Yeesh. Like. We speak of the Super Bowl thing like it's a, like it's a video game. No, no. Mm -hmm. They haven't seen a, a conference championship game. Mm -hmm. We get the Super Bowl. Where the Eagles, we been to the Super Bowl last year. We had, a, we had a bump in the road this year. Next year, we look to get back on track. Can you say the thing for the Cowboys? Because one thing about the Cowboys, history repeats itself. Over and over again, they win a game, then they lose. Yeah. This time, they just lost off the rip. Yep. So it's got to be Mike McCarthy. Shady, I disagree with you, but I do like everything that you said. I think Nick Sirianni's on a hotter seat. And for me, it's simple, Joy. It's simple, James. I think Nick's on a hotter seat because... There is no great explanation for the Eagles' losses. Mm -hmm. See, James, I work with a lot of people who have a large team, thankfully. And if anybody ever makes a mistake on my team, I always want to know this, 2-5. I want to know this, Joy. But why did it happen? Mm -hmm. If you can give me a good reason as to why you forgot to add that interview to the calendar, as to why you forgot to schedule that business meeting, as to why the Zoom link isn't currently on my calendar, then I'll be like, okay, I get it. 
there's a good reason. But if there's not a good reason, now I'm hot. Mm. There is no great reason for why the Eagles struggled as they did. What's your why, Sirianni? Mm -hmm. Because you decided to change defensive coordinators and you didn't have the right defensive coordinator in the building? What's your why, Sirianni? Because your offense was stagnant, but aren't you an offensive coach? What's your why, Sirianni? Because your all-pro quarterback didn't play like an all-pro, but isn't he under the tutelage of you? What's your why, Sirianni? What in the world did you lose six of your last seven games for? What's your why, Sirianni? Mike McCarthy, he has a why. You lost to the Cardinals. Yeah, they got us with the zone read scheme. Micah Parsons, he's not yet equipped to play the run when you run directly at him. What's your why, Mike McCarthy? Well, Dak Prescott, Jerry, you the one who paid Dak Prescott four years, $160 million, and you paid your running back before you paid Dak, so you doubted Dak before I ever did. Mike McCarthy, why'd you lose to the Miami Dolphins? Well, come on now, at the goal line, Tony Pollard fumble. You're the one who gave me a roster without Zeke Elliott. You're the one who gave me a roster without a goal line bruising running back. What's your why, Mike McCarthy? Mike McCarthy has excuses. Mm. Dare I say it, he has explanations. To me, Nick Sirianni has no excuse nor an explanation. So for that reason, if you are in your inter exit interviews and you ask Sirianni what happened, he can't give you a reason that you like. He better. But if you ask Mike McCarthy what happened, he could eat. I just gave you the reasons. Yeah. Only one Mike McCarthy has to own Buffalo Bills. Mm -hmm. Hey, coach, I'll be honest. I didn't have to prepare. I just want to ask you one question before anybody else goes on, right? Because that was a great take. But and you kind of got that, like, Nino Brown look and Nino Brown kind of speaks. Like, 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 can't, like, can't, it's the whole thing. I get it, that. But, like, it, it seems like you cool with excuses, right? And, and I'm a big fan of, what have you done for me lately? What is your, what's your resume? Mm -hmm. And it's, it's crazy for me to think that you are okay with firing a coach that last year just took his team to the Super Bowl. Firing a coach that every year he's got better and better and better compared to a coach that once was a Super Bowl champion. Mm -hmm. that, that, that did happen yeah, yeah, he got a while ago. Yeah. Super dirt, uh, dusty spider webs yeah. on the trophy. Mine's still shining, though. <laughs> right? That, and then it's like, yo, if you look at the, the, the track record for the Cowboys, why would you bring him back? And don't tell me nothing about players. Talk about his success. Because every year they do this. They win a game and they lose. This year they didn't even win at all. So how can you be okay with hiring or keeping a coach that did that compared to the coaches taking to the Super Bowl. I'll answer that and then I'll throw you to Oop Joy Taylor. Yeah, throw it, throw the, reason, the reason I'll answer it is this. If I'm McCarthy, it's simple. Okay. <laughs> Y'all wanted the brilliant young mind of Kellen Moore. That's what you wanted, Jerry. Because yeah. when you hired me, you forced me to retain Kellen no Moore. Question. So you wanted him. No he walked out the building, and our quarterback had the best season of his career. Correct. He walked out the building, and our offense had the best when you combine everything, offensive Ever. performance of their Ever. careers. Yep. So I have proven that I am valuable to this organization. Mm -hmm. Unlike Sirianni, who lost his OC and the offense fell off, lost his DC and the defense fell off, at least Mike McCarthy can say, I'm the mind. Mm -hmm. I'm the mind of this whole thing. Whereas Sirianni, he has to find the mind of this whole thing. So that's how I would try to answer that question. But Joy, what you got? Whose seat is hot? At least he said he tried. I <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying Sirianni only because it's Philadelphia. I do not think that either of these men should no, be in the hot seat. They get wild. I, I, I don't think either of them should be in the hot seat. I think they should have explanations. I do think Sirianni does have some explaining to mm -hmm. do, some answers to give. McCarthy as well. But since 2021, Andy Reid has the best regular season winning percentage. No surprise. No, no surprise. Uh, one game under him is Mike McCarthy. Mm. And then no two games under him no is Nick Sirianni. Oh. So it's Andy Reid, Mike McCarthy, Sean McDermott, Kyle Shanahan, Nick Sirianni. Mm. Good team, good team, good team, good team. Regular season, of mm -hmm. course. So if you want to be in a position to go to a Super Bowl, you must first do what? When? Make the postseason. Oh. Which both of these men have shown the ability to put their team in a position 
even in a bad year, to do. Now, obviously, they have higher aspirations, but the only reason I'm saying Sirianni is because in, since 2011, they've had five head coaches, the Eagles. And over the those same, same amount of time, the last 13 seasons, the Cowboys have had two. Jason Garrett, Mike McCarthy. I don't see Jerry going through coaches very quickly. He's very loyal. Once he's your guy, you know how he is. It's Jerry's thing. You see, he sticks with his people for good or for bad until it gets way bad and he can't explain it. Now, I know he's, he's getting a little older. He might get a little more reactionary, but I'm only saying Nick Sirianni because Philadelphia has a more of a track record of going through coaches. I don't think he should be in the hot seat. I mean, I guess we had to pick one, so I get it, but... But one took his team to a Super Bowl. Oh, no, yeah. I, don't, I don't think they should fire Nick Sirianni. I don't think he should be in the hot seat at all. I think he should be held accountable like everyone does for the failure that this season was. Yeah. But I don't think that he should be in the hot seat. I don't think he should fire either of them. I don't think they neither should. But I'm just saying we had to pick one. Yeah. We had to pick one. I'm not even – I'm just answering because it's the job. we have to answer the question. <laughs> but, like, because if I was to say who would be closer to being fired, it would be Nick Sirianni because Philadelphia. it's Philadelphia. Yeah. I mean – I'm taking Nick Sirianni as well, and the main reason is you said a lot Did of you good. Play for Mike? No, no, no. Oh, I'm sorry. You said a lot of good compliments about Mike. Quarterback got better. Yeah. Offense good. got good better. Coach. Right? Defense played at a whole whole different rate, right? Nick Sirianni, everybody played bad. Mm-hmm. True. Everybody took mm-hmm. a step backwards. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? From the defense to the offense to the quarterback, everybody took a step right. backwards. Right. So for me, as I'm doing the firing, and I look at that, I'm like, okay, well, yeah, we lost in the playoffs. You know what I'm saying? And you could blame the defense for, for the Cowboys. You could blame Dak. You could blame my, whoever you want to blame. We lost. But over the course of the season, the way I seen Coach Mike coach, everybody got better. You can't say that about Nick Sirianni. And then again, like Joy said, we talking Philadelphia. And I know the Cowboys got the star in their helmet, right? A lot comes with that. But Philadelphia, they don't really stick with their coaches. You got the greatest coach of all time, in your humble opinion, in Andy Reid. And he went to four straight NFC championships and a Super Bowl, and they got rid of him. You fired Doug Peterson after he won a Super Bowl, three years after he won a Super Bowl. Chip Kelly win 10 games back-to-back. You fire him third. So... Their tolerance is a whole lot lower yeah, than low. Jerry Jones. He it's stuck low. with Jason Garrett for 10 years, and Jason Garrett in 10 years won a division three times. Coach Mike done did it two, two Four, years in three. Can I put this in your You head? know, so for me, Nick Sirianni is on the hot seat because everybody took a step back. Let me back. put this in your head. I want Talk you to just hear me for a Talk second. Talk to us. So you said some good things, right? You look at the team for Mike McCarthy, they, they got way better, yeah. right? Sirianni, guys didn't play well. They didn't look better. But this is my thing. Nick Sirianna's year, a bad year, and everybody looked bad, and we lost in the first round. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mike McCarthy, Ooh, best year, best quarterback know. play, best defense, best yeah. offense. We look great. You look great. You said everybody looked better, right? Yep, same exit. Same results. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. But when my, when my coach, Nick Sirianna, did his best, you know where we're at? Yeah. Where we go? To the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. But when Mike did his oh, best, we won it. Well, Mike, when you at your best for the Cowboys, Cowboys. you lose in the first round. Yeah, he cooking. So when you saying – Good you said the Cowboys. When, when, when you when you saying <laughs> – who deserves yeah. to be in the hot seat? Yeah. And I, now, now I'll say this. I do think that both coaches should not get fired. No doubt. But if we had to pick who's in the hot seat, mm-hmm. I got to go with the one that our worst year, yeah, we lost in the first round. Mm-hmm. But when we're at my best year, mm-hmm. we're going to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Whereas other coach, my best year, yeah. we're losing the first round. Yeah, yeah. But, but, the, and, but the crazy thing is, is when they sit Nick Sirianni down, they're not going to say, ooh, last year you went to the Super Bowl. It's all off this year. Right, and when that. you really look at, well, that. why is he on? The, why are we talking about he on the hot seat? It's strictly because this cause, year, because Philadelphia. Yeah. And, and my thing is, like, and, and we look bad. We paid a quarterback two hundred million. Exactly. But my thing is, you cannot forget about the Super. Like it didn't happen. You can't. You know how hard it is to get there. No, but I'm you not know, saying. You know that. Yeah. But you know they like to. Howie and Lurie, like, I, 
<laughs> like, like respectfully. Maybe how? Like they, they, I can't even front. Yeah. Like they like to. Whether it was with Nick Foles, whether it was with Doug Peterson, whatever the case may be, Foles was Super Bowl, Super Bowl MVP. Now Carson Wentz was balling at the time, but the next year Foles was a backup yeah. easily. Built him a statue and said you the number two on the depth chart, and then he moved to Jacksonville. But let's move from Mike to Mike. Uh, Mike Tomlin, that is the coach right now that is everybody is curious about. Because after their wild card loss to the Bills, Mike Tomlin to a reporter, he just walked off the stage when they asked him if he was going to be back. Now, T.J. Watt, the superstar, he even said, quote, I don't want to play for anybody other than Mike T. I got some thoughts that I know nobody on this desk wants to hear, so I will not share them first. I promise you I ain't going to share them first, but I will share them. Uh, Joy Taylor, let me ask you this one. You're a Pittsburgh girl. Mm -hmm. Should the Steelers want Mike Tomlin back? Mm -hmm. Yes, of course. Let's change his thoughts, Joy. Let's let's give it five. (laughs) Of course they should want Mike Tomlin back. We talk a lot about great coaches. We just talked about two really good coaches, two two really good coaches, a Super Bowl-level coach and a Super Bowl-winning coach, wins during the regular season. What constitutes greatness? Is Andy Reid is the best coach in the league? Is Bill Belichick great? Is, is, Is Pete Carroll great? Who are Hall of Famers? What makes the best coach of all time? 17 seasons. Mm. Never had a losing season. All those other coaches that we mentioned that we talk about in, in greatness yeah. cannot mm. say that. Say that that is remarkable. Say that mm. No losing seasons in mm. 17 seasons. No, no, no. Mm. no, no. None. None. No. Doesn't matter who's playing quarterback. One year in 2017, mm-hmm. He won games with Duck Hodges. Who that? Who that? Who? Devlin Duck. Went 0-2 with Ben Roethlisberger, had Mason Rudolph, Duck Hodges. Still didn't have a losing season. Devlin Duck. We, yeah. we line up all kinds of excuses for coaches and teams. Oh, they had injuries. Their guy was out this year. How, how can you do anything without your starting quarterback? How can you do anything without your starting quarterback? That's Mike Tomlin. He's mm. got the sauce. Mm. So imagine what could happen. Wow. We talk about how great are you in your greatest. And the greatest with, the, with, with a great quarterback, you're winning a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. I say all that to say... Consistency matters. The Steelers are an organization that we never think of as being dysfunctional. We know they're led well. They have a culture. They have an identity. And if you have Mike Tomlin, you have a chance and you're going to be stable. Now, is that the standard for Pittsburgh who has six Lombardis? Mm. No. That's a lot of them. Mm. But there's a lot of good coaches that don't have that on their resume. They've never had a losing season. Mm. That's not that's that's the that's a floor. The floor is we're not going out of this season no matter what happens, who we lose, what goes on. We're not going out with a losing season. That's good. That's, that's good. Crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. That's good. Oh, he heard he ready to hate. Oh no, no, no. He ready I'm, to hate. Hate. I'm just Oh, you still cooking. Go ahead. Go. I mean, I can cooking? cook, but I want to save some time for uh, <laughs> No, it ain't you yet. Yeah. It ain't you yet, no, but you're gonna no, dog him. No, I'm not gonna dog him. I got questions. Oh, he gonna dog him. Can I ask questions? Can I ask questions? Okay, yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah, 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 I think maybe you should ask questions. Yeah, let us read questions. My questions, America. Uh-huh. Can Tomlin create it or can he just coach it? That's my only question. Can he create it or can he just coach it? Mike Tomlin won a Super Bowl. Now, you was talking about James and Dusty Super Bowl. Can he create it? Break that down. What do you mean by that? Tomlin coached a Super Bowl team that Bill Cowher left over. Okay. Like, remember, the Super Bowl team that Mike Tomlin coached had won a Super Bowl, I believe it was two or three years prior. Gotcha. Right? So I think about what was the roster that Mike Tomlin coached. I will show it to y'all because I don't want y'all to think that I am deceiving you all. The players that are in yellow were starters or on the Super Bowl roster that Bill Cowher coached. 11 defensive starters, 11 offensive starters. What you will see is only 15, excuse me, 15 of the 22 starters were on the Super Bowl team. Of course Mike Tomlin can coach it. Duh, he's an incredible coach. 
But can he create a Super Bowl team? I am abundantly clear, abundantly sure that he can coach a Super Bowl team when you give him one, like Barry Switzer. But can he create a Super Bowl team? Because when I think about this roster and when I think about what Mike Tomlin has done since, I think about what Joy says about Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick cannot adjust. Now, typically, Joy, I believe when you're saying that, you're talking about offensively, particularly schematically. But I'm thinking about Mike Tomlin. Has he shown us the proficiency in being able to handle guys in the locker room? This roster that I just showed y'all, vet, 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 vet. But you think about the Steelers as of late. You got the A-B issues. They haven't won since A-B goes on uh, Instagram Live in 2016. You got Juju Smith. He a character. Then you got George Pickens. He a character. Characters, characters, characters. Le'Veon Bell, you can't even get him to play football. He want to sit out because he want to go get paper. I'm sure that Tomlin can coach it. That's not a question in my mind. The issue I have, not even the issue, the question I have for y'all is, can he create it? Because we always talk about what Mike Tomlin does with such bad quarterbacks. That's a great point. I've made the point. I agree with the point wholeheartedly. But whose fault is it? Didn't nobody say you can't acquire a quarterback? And if you can't acquire a good quarterback, why not make your quarterback good? Nobody thinks that highly of Brock Purdy, but Brock Purdy was about to win an MVP 14 weeks into the season. So if you can't acquire it, can you create it? So, and my thought is very simply, and I'm done, is I know he can coach it. I know he can coach it. And I'm not saying that the Steelers shouldn't like my Tom, my, want Mike Tomlin. I'm just sitting here thinking to myself, you ain't won a playoff game. Or you've won one playoff game, I think, since 2016 or none at all. You can coach it, but can you create it? How about the, how about the uh, team he took to the Super Bowl? He ain't create that one? He ain't bringing in players, Antonio Holmes and all them boys that was Super Bowl MVPs and all. He ain't bring them dudes in? You're right about that. I'm not going to argue with that. The defense was still the same. The defense when you still had... Antonio Holmes was a big part of that championship, wasn't he? Well, the one they won is this roster I showed you, oh, okay. where, where only seven starters were not on the Super Bowl team. He's talking about the one they went to I know, but I, I'm sure I'm sure some dudes on that defense that wasn't there on, on that course. Super Bowl team. Of, so that's what I'm saying. So for me, I feel like, yes, he didn't go and win it, but he can create it. They did but back. This, this is just crazy to me when we sit here and talk about Hall of Fame coaches like Mike Tomlin because he's going to end up in the Hall of okay. Fame 17 straight seasons with... Out a losing season. That, that, that is crazy. So I truly believe he can create it and he can coach it with what he showed us. But it's crazy to me because we're trying to give Kevin Stefanski coach of the year. Because he done play with four different quarterbacks and he in Cleveland with this big time. We're trying to get this man coach of the year. Mm -hmm. And we talking about this man over here that T.J. Watt missed games. Mm -hmm. Cam Hayward missed games. Mm -hmm. Minka, Minka, Minka Fitzpatrick missed games. Miss games. That's games. three all-pro yeah. players with the sorry quarterback, mm -hmm. and I'm still winning games mm -hmm. because all these coaches that we, t we talking about, you know what I'm saying? When the Niners had a couple injuries, Lord Jesus, <laughs> this great coach that we crowned in couch, and the Lord have mercy. Your quarterback was still there, and you can't win no games, and we blaming the defense and all this? Come on, man. This dude, with anything they give him, created, there or not, he's a winner. He is. And he gets the best out of his players, and they win. He has been to two Super Bowls and won, and has never had a losing season. And w since he set that standard, we want to crown all these other coaches accomplishing little stuff. And when it comes to him, we're talking about firing or getting rid of? Not firing. No, I'm just saying even the Pittsburgh media and all that is yeah. talking about that like this man could be on the hot. But that my, is it's crazy it to me. It's come down, Joy. I, you, you wrote something down. I started to say You said the standard for Pittsburgh is Lombardi's. That's to me the only reason it's a conversation. If Mike Tomlin was coaching the Browns, coaching the Cardinals, you know, coaching other organizations. Can I, can I ask you a question real quick? Which coach is taking this team to win a Lombardi? Can you answer that? I don't believe any. That's but, what I'm saying. But, but I don't think 
how much longer are we going to give grace for the excuse of the team? Reason I say that is like, it's not my fault y'all don't have a quarterback. It's not Joy's fault y'all drafted Kenny Pickett. It's not James's fault that y'all drafted Kenny Pickett. It's not y'all's, it's not my fault y'all let Ben Roethlisberger stay two to three years longer than he should have. Like that has nothing to do with me or Joy or James. So we keep using this crutch as to why they're not going far, but whose fault is it that y'all got hurt in the first place? Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say, uh, politically speaking, I think we know that, you know, it, it's not always just the head coach's call, particularly when you're talking about a Hall of Fame quarterback like Ben Roethlisberger in the city of Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're not you're not like cutting him or like forcing him to retire for for a bunch of different reasons. I think what it comes down to is I, I disagree. I think he can create it. I think he can coach it. He's been to another Super Bowl, so he is capable of doing that without having carryover from the previous coach. The Pittsburgh Steelers have had three coaches in their entire existence. Okay, they are they are the standard of consistency. They are not filing through things. They are not panicking and there's no reason for them to up until Tom Brady and Bill Belichick won that 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 Super Bowl. They had the most Super Bowls of any organization in football. Mm -hmm. Six. They're now tied with the with one of the greatest dynasties we've ever seen Tom Brady and Bill Belichick. That happens for a reason. And it's not because they panic. And we talk about good coaching. We talk about a coach cannot go out there and play. Right. Who puts their players in a position to win more than Mike Tomlin? Mm. No one. You might argue no one in the history of the NFL is capable of taking a talent and putting them in a position to succeed better than Mike Tomlin. When you look at what he has had to do and the number of winning seasons that he's had, despite injuries or changeover or drama or whatever it is, old quarterback, young quarterback, whatever it is, no one does that better than him. No one. You, you, there's no there's no example mm-hmm. for it. So I hear what you're saying, that they haven't been playing up to the standard. They want more postseason success. They should want more postseason success. Who and what is doing that in Pittsburgh? Nobody. Yeah, I don't, I don't think anybody. I think, and Shady, I want you to chime in on this. I don't think anybody. I just think, like, I think we're looking at it wrong because I've been looking at it wrong. I'm look, we're looking at it like, well, who could do what Tomlin's doing in Pittsburgh? But I think the better question could be asked of why is Tomlin doing it like that in Pittsburgh? Man, who could deal with the attitudes of those players? Why are those players on the roster? Who could deal with that quarterback dysfunction? Well, why do y'all have that quarterback situation? Like, it's, it's, it's just not my fault. That's my only thing. I'm also thinking the other three coaches in that division, all three of those coaches have shown higher highs more recently than Tomlin has. Zach Taylor went to a Super Bowl two years ago. Kevin Stefanski, what he did, obviously you cooked on what Tomlin did. To me, what Kevin Stefanski did with this team is still more impressive than what Tomlin did this year. And Harbaugh, he needs no explanation. But, so, but see, I, that's what's so crazy because you just praised my man from Cincinnati, and I'm going to let Shady go, but Buddy had a backup quarterback this year, and he with us. Mm-hmm. Tomlin just played in the playoffs. And it's so many franchises that drafted bust at the quarterback spot. You know where they quarter coach ended up? Fired. Mm-hmm. This man just keep on saying, don't trip. Don't trip. Don't trip. Yeah, we made a mistake. Don't trip. I'll cover it up. I'll cover it. We talk about great quarterbacks covering up a lot of stuff. Mike has covered up a lot of yes. stuff. I'll let yes. Shady Cook. Cook two five. Hang on. I mean, I, I agree with you guys. I think Tomlin's is the truth. He wins games when a lot of coaches don't. I keep saying, like, Belichick's name to get interviewed. I'm like, for what? Right back, quarterback, he can't win. You, put, you look at Mike Tomlin, Pittsburgh. Who won with them quarterbacks? And I'm a Pittsburgh guy. I love um, Kenny Pickett. I mean, but just the saying the things he's done with that team speaks how good he is as a coach. 
Enough said. <laughs> very, very, very calm, very calm delivering take. All right, when we return, it's going to get a lot more spicy because Baker Mayfield, the most polarizing, if not one of the most polarizing athletes in the NFL, polarizing, has he earned a long-term contract extension? That is next for the player who just got another playoff win. Do not forget, check us out every day, Fox Sports Channel on Sirius XM. Family, I cannot wait for this topic. Baker Mayfield, he's truly been a journeyman. He's been on four teams in six years, but he's gotten another playoff win over the Philadelphia Eagles. The Bucks found a way to get it done. Baker said it's, quote, always fun to be counted out. And remember, family, he can become a free agent at the end of the season. James Jones, you've been here for six, seven months now, and you haven't heard, but your boy loves some Baker Mayfield. Uh-huh. I truly do. Now, yeah. it's contrary to common popular belief, because I went to Texas, Baker Mayfield went to you, yep. but I respect what he's done. He's earned a long-term deal from my mind. How many quarterbacks have done or could have done what Baker did? Now, we have data because Derek Carr, he went to a new team and he didn't make it to the playoffs. Aaron Rodgers, he went to a new team and he got hurt. He didn't make it to the playoffs. Deshaun Watson in the last two years, he went to a new team and he hasn't made it to the playoffs. We have data that what Baker is doing and has done in Tampa is actually very, very hard to do. You go to a new team with four months of an offseason and take that team to the playoffs, replacing the objectively an undebated greatest quarterback in the history of football. What Baker has done has clearly earned himself a long term deal. And more than anything, the numbers speak for themselves. My dog has two seasons in the last four years, 25 passing touchdowns and 10 or less picks. Only six quarterbacks can say that. And he's done it with two different franchises, two different offensive coordinators, two different wide receiving cores, two different coaching schemes, two different cities. It's hard to do. He's earned himself a long-term deal. James Jones? Mm. I hear it. You know, I'm a fan of Big Bake, too. Not as big as you are, but, you know, I'm a fan, too. But long-term deal tells me this is the guy that can take us to the Super Bowl. That's what a long-term deal says. Joe Burrow gets a long-term deal. They believe this is the guy that could take us to a Super Bowl and win it, right? Justin Herbert, they believe that this is the guy that could take us to a Super Bowl and win it. That's why these dudes get long-term deals. I don't necessarily think Baker Mayfield is a guy that can do that. So for me, he has played at an extremely high level. He's helped his team win some ball games. He got his team to the playoffs, and he's in the divisional round of the playoffs. But I will give him a short-term deal because when you look at this football team, it's a lot of really good players, mm -hmm. right? Baker Mayfield really does not have to do a lot. The defense is playing at a high level. He has Chris Godwin. He has Mike Evans. He has really good playmakers around him. I believe you do a short-term deal, two years, three years, around $80 million or something. That was a Kirk Cousins deal. And now you're able to build around Baker Mayfield. You got a defensive-minded head coach. You can go over there, get some more defensive players to make this defense even better. And he can find himself in the playoffs again. But when you say long-term again, that means 200 and something odd million dollars, which means at one point you are not going to be able to sign other players. So are you telling me, Tampa Bay Buccaneers organization, that Baker Mayfield is one of those guys that you commit to like that, and now when other players are up, you let them walk because you think Baker Mayfield could cover some of that stuff up. I do not think so. So when you say long-term deal, I don't think he deserves a long-term deal, but short-term with what he has done, I will give him a short-term deal. I wouldn't pay him a, a big money at all, right? I would try to find a way to keep him, where I give him a one-year, two-year deal. I don't know about the 80s. That's one year. That's Kirk Cousins type money. Yeah. I don't think he's on the same level as Kirk Cousins. I think if Kirk Cousins played for the, or for the Bucks. They'd be a lot better. Let's just talk about Baker Mayfield, who he is, right? right? 
It's the sixth season. Yes, sir. So, Fiends of number one pick overall, right? That's like guys like Cam Newton, Super Bowl. Golf went to the Super Bowl. Matthew Stafford won the Super Bowl. Joe Burr went to the Super Bowl. Peyton Manning, Eli, you, you know what they did. <laughs> That's what number ones are, are, are meant for, right? Okay. When you look at Baker Mayfield, in the sixth season, he's been on four teams. Not, not great. When I got to year 10, I started going to team to team. <laughs> he in year six is what we talk about, right? And, and to keep it honest, he's, he's, been, he's been talked about this much. Why is that, Asho? You, you're a bigger First round pick. Former no, Heisman winner. First pick overall, yeah, 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 right? Yeah. And I don't see the real results. For example... When I look at the Bucks, right? Mm-hmm. You talked about all these other um, quarterbacks, right? You talked about um, Derek Carr. Derek Carr, who else you said? Aaron Rodgers. Herbert Rodgers. Okay, let's just talk about that. So, Aaron Rodgers in his division, he got tools really, really good, a really good offense, and he got Josh Allen with the Bills. You know what they do? They win it every year, right? You go to his his conference. He plays with the Saints, the Panthers, and the Falcons. The Falcons were seven and ten. Yep. The Panthers was two and fifteen. Yep. And the Saints was nine and eight. The Bucks was nine and eight. They barely got in. So you about to pay this player? That, that quarterback <laughs> that they really get in the playoffs <laughs> at 9-8 because the, be- the best record in the division is 9-8. That's terrible. What are you paying oh, for? As a, as a GM or owner, what am I paying for? I'm paying for results. I'm paying for wins. If I'm going to give you a long contract, I need my team to be good because you're the reason. He's not the reason. We bragging about him beating the Eagles? If he beat the Eagles and it was 10-1, yeah. Let's clap it up for him. You beat the Eagles and it was bad. Not only did you beat the Eagles, right, in the playoffs, mm-hmm. but so did the Giants. They whooped them, right? <laughs> Tyrock Taylor, older Tyrock Taylor. What's the other? The Italian Stallion, not, not Rocky oh, Balboa. The Vito. The Vito. I mean, he got a little run. He beat him. The Cardinals, <laughs> they weren't even trying to win. They beat him. So when you look at this win in the playoffs, you beat the Eagles. I can't even sit there and pat your back and act like you really like that because everybody's beating the Eagles. Everybody's beating them. <laughs> Talking about a long contract? I feel like we're moving goalposts, Joy. Are we? I feel like we are. I'm just telling you the truth. Everything that says the truth. Here, here's why I feel like we're moving goalposts. Because now we're quantifying playoff wins. I feel like this whole show, I'm not just today, but in this whole time doing speak, we talk about the only way you can win a Super Bowl is if you make it to the playoffs. Only way you can win a Super Bowl is if you win playoff games. Mm-hmm. And now all of a sudden we're judging him for making it to the playoffs because his division wasn't great. And now all of a sudden we're saying he beat a bad team that beat him earlier in the season. All of a sudden I feel like we're moving the goalpost further and further away. He made it to the playoffs. We've consistently said only way you can win is if you get there. Yeah. We just said it about Tomlin. And then he won a playoff game, but now we're saying, yeah, well, he beat a bad team. Come on, man. Like, he made I, 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 I could never see myself paying a player Right, the number one pick overall. You never touched a Pro Bowl. That ain't, that's not even hard to do. Let's think about that for a second, though. You've never sniffed a Pro Bowl. How can I? I'm gonna pay you some money, some real money. But, come on, bro. Really, really. Come cool. on, man. You the like, GM for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers right now. Baker Mayfield and his team walk into your office. You comfortable? Yeah. Acho, you comfortable with saying, "Here go five years, two hundred. Like, cause that's that's long term. What we talking? Yeah. Not joy. So you're and they better stand up. Don't you don't deserve sitting on my couch. You better stand up and talk. So no, I'm not I'm not comfortable, Joy, giving him 200 million. So what's the deal? What's the long-term deal to you? I'm comfortable giving him three years, hundred million. So that's short. That's short. Three years, three years guaranteed. It yeah. can be five years, you know what I'm saying? Five years, 170, but a hundred million is guaranteed. And draft a young fella behind him. Joy, you know can you <laughs> Here's, 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 why it's, here's why you're being counted out, Baker. It's always fun to be counted out. You count out because you're 9 and 8. You count out because even though you just won a playoff game, you are six and a half point dogs in the divisional round. That's why you're counted out. You weren't a good team during the regular season. You were barely over 500. 
you barely made the playoffs. Now, I'm not moving the goalposts for playoff wins, but we, we, think, we think that the Bucs are going to win this weekend. Mm. Now, if the Bucs win this weekend, I'll swallow everything I just said. Oh. No pause. I, the, I, I will. <laughs> because now, now you're in the conference championship game. Yeah. That's a different conversation. Okay. Now I know you can lead a team that, that wasn't good during the regular season and win when it matters most. But right now, as we're currently sitting at this desk, you haven't done that. You've been on four teams in six years as the number one overall pick. Mm-hmm. You didn't have a good regular season this year. Somebody had to win the division. Like, so that's how it works. We got divisions. Somebody got to win it. And you just happen to be the team exactly, that ended right. up winning it. Like, someone had to win that division. So, cool. You did it. You were good enough to win the division. You made it to the postseason. You beat a bad Eagles team. Cool. It's a playoff win. I love that for you. But we're not talking about that. We're talking about committing to Baker Mayfield with money that will keep you from paying other players. True. And the one thing I know about Baker Mayfield, because I've been talking about Baker Mayfield for a long, long, long time. When Baker gets comfortable, mm, that's true. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. is it our? It, it just started. No doubt. We got one playoff win against the Eagles team. It's fun to be counted out. Mm. There is a reason that they were counting you out. There is a reason they're still counting you out. And are you going to be chirping like that if the Lions go like this? Okay. Now they might not. They might beat the Lions. I don't think that they will. But if they do, then you can do that. But that's, that is what I'm saying. Is, is I like that deal, right? A, sh- a short-term deal. I think he's earned the right to be the quarterback there next year. I think he's good enough to get you to the playoffs. But what is the standard? What's the standard? Is the standard getting to the playoffs? Cool. Sign Baker for as long as you want. Because he can get you to the playoffs. Mm-hmm. He might get you a playoff win over a bad team. But here's what's interesting. I got one final thought. I want y'all to respond to it. One, I would say... That's interesting what Joy brought up because Baker has taken two of the historically worst franchises and won playoff games. The Browns, terrible. They drafted me. Shout out to them for drafting me. Shout out to Tom Hecker. Rest in peace. And then also the Bucks, historically atrocious. Shout out to Tom Brady for coming there, fixing them up. But as Shady has so eloquently said, that was the same bad Bucks team that you added Tom Brady to, plus Antonio Brown, plus Gronkowski. You win. Okay. You took, and no doubt, 2-5. You already know what it is. You took him out and you added Baker there. That's that same bad Bucks team. So he won with the Bucks and you won with the Browns. But here's my thought. Who's been better off? What organizations without Baker? Let's start with the Browns. They weren't better off with Deshaun than they were with Baker. The Browns had a better had a, year this year with full no, different not, quarterbacks. Not than Baker's 11-5 season when Baker won a playoff game. Not better. Oh, his best year he's in? Yes, sir. The year he has stability. The Panthers, 2-15. They weren't better off. Now, the Rams, obviously. Rams had Matthew Stafford. They're Matthew Stafford, clearly. Then the Bucks. Last year, they were 8-9 and nine in the sorry division. This year, they're 9-8. and eight. So, I'm just saying, y'all are right. He's been on four different teams. That's not good. But the Browns weren't better off. Panthers weren't better off. Bucks aren't better off. So, I'm just sitting here looking at the data saying to myself... Nobody outside of the Rams, and they have Matthew Stafford, has been better off with that. Better off. He, they're one game better this year, mm-hmm. right? And that might end up being the difference. Because yeah. who knows? They, they go beat the Lions in the conference championship game, whatever. Or maybe they lose this week. Mm-hmm. And then they were one, one game better, one playoff win. We're talking about a long-term deal here. That's the difference. Do you feel like Baker Mayfield is a franchise quarterback, or do you feel like he's a bridge quarterback? Such a good question. I feel like he's a bridge. Okay, wrong, wrong question. That was a great question. Nope. Throw. Feelings out. Is Baker Mayfield a bridge quarterback or is he a, a franchise quarterback? Because the difference to me is if he goes to a conference championship game, 
That is a different conversation to me. But Joy, here's where I got to challenge you because I got to challenge me. I think we are wrong in our head. Think about all the about quarterbacks. Are, think about every quarterback remaining in the playoffs. Stroud, first round pick. Mm-hmm. Allen, first round pick. Mahomes, first round pick. Lamar, first round pick. Golf, first round pick. Josh. Jo- uh, no, where I said him. Where I said him. Hey, go back to NFC. Uh, love. Jordan Love, love. first round pick. Baker, first round pick. Baker's in his company. Brock Purdy's the only one that's not a first round pick. So <laughs> Baker's looking around like, oh, you a first round pick? Oh, baby, baby, you here too? Oh, I'm here too. Oh, we all here. This is family. Jalen Hurts got kicked out. He won the first round pick. Dak got kicked out. He won the first round pick. So if you're Baker, you're like, oh, hey, yeah, I'm here. Who's the worst one out of all these quarterbacks you just named? Hmm? I don't know if quarterbacks in the playoffs. Who's the worst one out of all the names you said? Hmm? <laughs> I said, who's the worst one out of everybody? Baker. He would say Baker, right? Of course. This one thing, this one thing that I've learned with playing with great quarterbacks, right? Having the opportunity to play with Brett Favre, having the opportunity to play with Aaron Rodgers, right? Consistency. You know what you're going to get from these dudes every single time they step in between them lines. Mm-hmm. But has Baker gotten Do you know what you're going to get from Baker yeah. year in and year out in between these lines? <laughs> and the only reason why I say that is because you leave Cleveland, right, and you go to Carolina and you get benched, you get cut for playing bad. Then you go to the Rams, right, you play average. And then you get into the playoffs playing average. Come on, don't do this, James. So this ain't average. He's playing above average, of course. You gonna let him do this, James? Nine and eight. You gonna let him do this? He said above nine and eight. average. Nine and eight is above average. Technically, literally, it is, but that's besides the point. My thought, though, last thought, last thought, Come last on thought, now. last thought. He's a bridge quarterback. And Here, here's my, here's my last thought is, is if you said something, James, you said you pay guys because you think that they can take you. Long term deals, guys who can take us to the Super, the Super Bowl. Bowl. That's what you said. Yes. But I'm saying, like, Kyler, he's gotten a long-term deal. Mm-hmm. You feel me? I don't know what he can do. Deshaun, he got a long-term deal. I don't know what he can do. Herbert, he got a long-term deal. I don't know what he can do. The Bron- Broncos just, uh, 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 not the Broncos, who am I talking about? Like, you've paid guys who it's like, you know Kyler can. So, yeah, but, so but, that's but, why, but, no, so that's why we, I'm coming. We weren't sure if it was a good idea no. to pay Kyler. And we actually still aren't sure if you could, if you could pay Kyler. The Browns wanted to pay Baker Mayfield. That's what they drafted him number one overall in mm. the draft to do. When you take a quarterback number one overall in the draft, anyone you take number one over on the draft. Your goal is to sign them to a long-term deal. Forever. You want them to be there for their entire career That's if true. they can, specifically a quarterback. That is true. Who messed that up? The Browns. <laughs> Baker's play didn't mess it up. He did. Baker's, Baker's he play, did. how he acted he in the building, the how he interacted with everybody. Do we, need a, do we need to look up some receipts yeah, of some beats with some other great players there? Like, there was there were some factors that Baker contributed to not getting paid. You're not wrong. He was he he is the reason why Deshaun Watson is there. Yeah. yeah but then it comes though. then it comes back to yeah, Shady's yeah. question though, because you name Herbert and you name Kyler and you name uh, who who else got paid Burrow and you yeah. name all these dudes Watts. Who he better than? Mm. I think that's what it comes to. So, like, mm. you saying these dudes' numbers are getting paid, but then at the end of the day, you're going to sit back and say Baker ain't better than them. So that's why I'm saying when we talk long term, that means we believe that you're taking us there. Baker ain't taking you there. At least I don't believe it. He might prove me wrong, go to the NFC Championship, beat the Packers, because I'm picking the Pack. All right, beat the Packers and go to the Super Bowl. Who know? But you think that's going to happen? Anything can happen. Uh, anything, uh. 
Uh, family, well, where is Lamar Jackson taking the Ravens? He's having an MVP season, but get this. Lamar Jackson could have more MVPs than playoff wins. Family, he only got one playoff win, and he's on the verge of having two MVPs. How wild is that? Imagine being a Hall of Famer locked without locking up more than one playoff win. Is he under the most pressure? That's next on Speed. Let's get to a third and long, family. Third topic of the day, and this is the most interesting. Lamar Jackson is finally gearing up to play another playoff game. It's been a while for him. Remember, last year he missed the playoff with an injury, so Lamar Jackson cannot wait to get cooking after having an MVP season. The Ravens, they are coming off a bye week. But Lamar Jackson, only one in three joy in his playoff career. He's going on year six. One in three. One playoff win, as many as C.J. Stroud. One playoff win, as many as Jordan Love. One playoff win, less than Baker Mayfield. So, Joy, with <laughs> Lamar that? Jackson. Look at Shady looking at you. <laughs> you getting Lamar hell all the time. That's the instigator. I'm just, just, just stating the facts. It's, yeah. all, it's, it's in the Those script. Those are all facts. It's in the script. Mm -hmm. With Lamar Jackson playing this weekend, do you believe that he's under the most pressure? Yeah, I think so because we have high expectations for him, obviously, and he's, he's likely going to win the MVP this year, and he already has one of those. So we would like that, you know, two MVP. Yeah status to match the postseason record as well but also they have a really good team they've had an incredible season he's played at a really high level I, I, I don't want to speak out of turn I feel like he's you know he just got paid and he's played at the highest level because that was that was a question obviously whenever you get paid are you going to live up to what you've been paid well you had MVP season you had the you know number one seed in the conference he's answered everything during the regular season up until this point I think he's kind of been out of sight, out of mind for the past couple weeks. Mm -hmm. he, he hasn't played football in a few weeks. Wow, yep. <clears throat> Mostly that's because they've been so great during the regular season, they've put themselves in a position to do that, to get some rest at the end of the, end of the season. So we haven't, we haven't even seen him in a while. So I think there's a lot of pressure on him. I mean, Josh, Josh Allen just answered the first question. C.J. Stroud just answered the first question. Jordan Love just answered the first question. Patrick Mahomes just answered the first question. We can go down the line. If you're, if you're at this level, mm -hmm. we're ready to see you. Brock Purdy, we saw him in the postseason last year. We saw what he was able to do. Lamar Jackson wasn't available last year. So I do think all the pressure this weekend, he will, he will be the one with all the eyes on him this weekend. James Jones. <sighs> Absolutely, man. All the, I don't care what games is being played. Mm. Every last bit of this pressure is on Lamar Action Jackson. You're about to take home your second MVP, and you have one playoff win, and we are in the playoffs right now. You have a rookie head coach and a rookie quarterback coming in your building. Lamar, come on, man, please. Because, <laughs> bro, I love your game, everything about it, man. I ride with you. I truly hope you go and win a Super Bowl. I do. But it starts with this one right here. You have to get this one done. If he does not get this one done, we are going to be on TV oh, yeah. talking about, man, Jordan Love got one playoff win in mm -hmm. one season as a starter. Mm -hmm. Brock Purdy, Baker Mayfield, mm -hmm. all these dudes, Jared Goff, all these dudes, and you two-time MVP, and you can't win a playoff game at home. But not only that, I know how hard it is to win a Super Bowl. Shady knows how hard it is to win a Super Bowl. Everything is aligning the right way for Lamar Jackson. That's true. You just got back your all-pro tight end or pro, I don't know if you're all-pro bowl tight end in Mark Andrews. So you're getting healthy at the right time. You have the number one defense in football. Yep. Mm. They have the most sacks in football. Yep. They have the most takeaways yep. in football. They're the best third. Yep. They're the best red zone defense in you football. You get a rookie quarterback. You have a complete dominant team, and they got to come through Baltimore. Mm. And if Josh Allen goes out here and loses to Patrick Mahomes, we're going to say that's Patty. Mm. If you lose to C.J. Stroud. And do it. 
As great of a year he's had, we ain't saying that's CJ. Ain't do we saying Lamar has laid an egg. All the pressure. <laughs> all the pressure's on Lamar. And I believe he will deliver, but he got a lot of pressure on him. I don't, I don't think the, the pressure's on Lamar. Right? A lot of you just said. Down I mean, two five. He's, he should win his game. He's going to win this game, right? You got the best defense in football, right? You have a home game. And it's cold in Baltimore, right? Playing a team that's from the South that plays in the Dome, right? Mm-hmm. You got a rookie quarterback. Got a rookie head coach, mm. right? They yeah. both have been in a situation. <laughs> Seriously, though, right? So, so knowing that and then having to – Lamar don't have to be great because, yo, my defense got me too, mm-hmm. right? I got to do my part, but I know they're going to do their part. They've been doing it all year. I think when I think about pressure, I think about doing something that hasn't been done. Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, I beat Patrick Mahomes in the regular season. What about the playoffs when it, when it counts? They put me as an MVP all the time, right? I don't win it, but they say I'm going to win it. I get there. I, I, I'm at home game in Buffalo. It's going to be cold. We got the advantage, right? We've been playing the hottest team in football. They've been the hottest team in football since we've been watching it. I think the Ravens are the best team, but the hottest team is the Bills. And you look at the Chiefs. They've been struggling all year. If you're going to beat Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs and Andy Reid. Right now. It's going to be right now. Because yeah. <laughs> that's the worst they're ever going to be. Yeah. Them young boys, they're going to get better. Yeah. Right? Boos that drop them, yeah. drop them passes, they're going to catch them ball eventually. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so now, when you talk about pressure, I think the real pressure on, on Josh Allen. Mm-hmm. He's playing the best out of everybody right now. He's that good. He's that real. His team is hot. They're in the hot streak there at home. But here's my thought, though. Shady, let me ask you this. Come let me on. push back and ask Come you this. Lamar loses to Stroud. Mm. We're going to be, we will lose our minds. Yeah. The criticism of Lamar Jackson will be at an all-time high, and rightfully so. Mm. You got the number one defense in football. Thankfully, you're going up against a rookie quarterback because that Cleveland Browns team found a way to beat you already, and this would be the third time they faced you. Shady, you know from personal experience, it's hard to beat a team three times. The Saints beat you all twice in the regular season, then in the playoffs and route to win your Super Bowl with the Bucks, y'all gave him that work. So the Ravens don't have to see the Browns again. Yeah. A Browns team and a Browns defensive coordinator that knows them well. You're the number one one defense, number one in sacks. You got a rookie quarterback and a rookie head coach, and he got to play in Baltimore. That's yeah. a dub. Yeah. If you Josh and you lose to Pat, mm. you lost to Pat. Yeah. Historically, at least you lost to Pat. We're in the present day, at least it's Pat. Pat Superman. Pat's a god. Pat's the greatest of all time. Been Pat's the goat. Before. Pat. Pat. All Pat. Pat. Yeah. At least you lost to Pat. But if you lose to C.J. Stroud, mm. a rookie. But, but I hear what you're saying. But. If I'm as good as they say I am, as in Josh Allen, if I'm as great as they say I am, as in Josh Allen, and Patrick Holmes is a great player, yeah. but they team ain't playing great. Yeah. The Chiefs ain't been playing great football. They beat the, they beat the Dolphins who didn't want to be there, who's cold, and mm-hmm. they want to go in that busing and that fight and go home. You playing against a team that wants to win mm-hmm. and the Bills, right? And I was thinking about, like, right now, the Chiefs won't be any worse than this. Yeah. It's the time to get them. Yeah. If, if, if it's, and they favorite. Well, the Bills are favorite, right? No doubt. Come on, are you at home? Well, let me ask you this. And the last, hold on, the last thing about the Chiefs, I, I got to be honest, is like, if you had to just pick a team, I can't pick against the Chiefs just because of the, the resume, the things they've been through. If any team could figure it out, been struggling all year, figure it out, it could be the Chiefs, Andy Reid, it could be Patrick Mahomes. But right now with the, with, with the Bills, like, this is the time to get it, Acho. Oh, but you're right. But this, this here. You lost to him twice already in the playoffs. Yeah. Right on that. Can't be three in a row, and yeah. we can't be calling you the greatest and all that. Like, yeah. I hear what you're but saying, not- though, because we do mention Josh. At the top. Like we still, we still, when we list the top quarterbacks, we're like Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, and then somebody got to be like, and Lamar Jackson. Yeah. 
So he, he, we're still fighting to put him in that top space, even with two MVPs. That's true. And a lot of that has to do with his that postseason record. That, yeah, that's, that's the point. But that's I, the I point. hear you on Josh Allen. I think it's very close. I lean towards Lamar because of the two MVPs, because of the mm -hmm. season, because of the team he has around him, because he's playing a rookie head coach and a rookie quarterback at home. If he loses, it's going to feel more dramatic. Yeah. But I do think that if Josh Allen loses to the Chiefs, the pressure, it's going to be yeah. damaging to where we continue to put him in the conversation. But not only that, we... Dak Prescott got playoff wins. Mm -hmm. like, Earl, and, and we, we don't want to put Lamar in that conversation because Lamar has a unanimous, unanimous, unanimous MVP. Should. About to have another one. Yeah. And you're at home and you lose to C.J. Stroud? Mm -hmm. Come on, man. Here's my thought. Yesterday, Joy and James, y'all said, what about trust and respect? Y'all said something about trust and respect. Mm -hmm. It's earned. Yeah. It's earned. Yeah. If Lamar loses, he's earned us discounting him. Boy, you hit the nail on the head. We don't mention Lamar Jackson when we mention Burrow or Allen or Pat because he ain't earned it in the postseason. Burrow has five playoff wins. Five. If I'm not mistaken, Burrow was drafted years. after Lamar Jackson. Mm -hmm. Josh Allen now has five playoff wins. Five. I believe Josh Allen was drafted the same year, maybe one year prior. Shady, you were there when he was drafted. Uh, same year. One year same, same year? year? Same year. Same, same year as Lamar. Lamar. Same year. Um, uh, Patrick Mahomes, we don't have yeah. to talk about him. So if Lamar loses again, one and four in the playoffs. And the only reason he's one and four is because he got hurt last year. Yeah. It's not like he's one and four just because something happened. He was hurt. If he goes one and four, you can't take him serious. But not only that, yeah. not only that, the reason why we killing the Cowboys is because y'all a dominant team and y'all got the seventh seed coming in there that you're clearly better than. Yes, at every the level. the same thing at that's happening level. with the Texans right now. At every you level. You got C.J. Stroud and the Texans coming in. You're clearly yep. better than them. Yep. You're really clearly better than anybody that comes into your building in <laughs> yeah. the playoffs because you showed that during the regular season, yep. even on the NFC side. Mm -hmm. And you lose one and done after this, after this season and this really being Lamar Jackson's best team. I truly believe that this is the best team he's ever been a part of since he's been in the National Football League. Mm -hmm. Extremely healthy, defense big time, him playing at a high level, receivers all over the football field. This is his best team, and you go one and done, ain't it happen. can't happen. Ain't Lamar, happen. it can't happen. I'm rooting for you, dog. I want to see you in that Super Bowl, but you got to get past CJ. Got to get past CJ. 2-5, uh, you mentioned Josh Allen, big dog. You about to mention our own crazy work or no? Ooh. Like, we get, we get, like, oh, is this tough? He might be on He it. might be on he there? Might be on he might, I cannot <laughs> wait because there was some crazy work given out this past Last weekend, honestly, I don't know how Shady picked these ones, but when we return, Shady gonna show you the best players and the best players from around the NFL. That's next on Speed. That works. This is called giving out crazy, crazy, crazy work. Can we see it? I can't wait. Put that sweet beat. Stop, excuse me. Get the footwork. Oh my God, that's called crazy work. Oh, it's so good. Get off of me, little boys. Did you see the moves? Left, right, left, right. Woo! This is God given. He can run around you. He can run through you. Do know you are not catching that boy. It's a bad, bad man. Now that's crazy work. Crazy work has been seen around the globe. 2-5, Tyree Kill. He's for rocking the crazy work hoodies. You got merch in these streets, big dog, but who putting the action on the field? <laughs> As you see, crazy work's everywhere. The cheetah says it best. Crazy work hoodie. Cause you know he earned it. You know he got it. He's that good. We that good. I'm gonna speak. You see crazy work. We giving out this love. But guess what, Tyreek? Y'all lost. Y'all didn't get it. You know you my dog. Thank you so much. Let's get to all the contestants that win this thing this year. But this is a different one. Cause it's the playoff crazy work. Give out that crazy work in the playoffs is something different. Especially. Show that Josh Allen. Yeah, I know he's a quarterback. I know he throws the ball deep a lot. 
But sometimes you gotta take things in your own hands. Uh, if nobody's open, watch uh, out. Uh, Get on me, little boy. Oh my God. Great and then he walked off on him. Yeah. Josh Allen's a fast, fast, fast quarterback. I played with him. I know. Uh, I see him in my own eyes. Nice. Where does dude go? Where are you doing? 38, 38, man. Hey, get up. Oh, that's 23. Get, to, get off me, little boy. <laughs> to the crib. Josh Allen, that's my boy. They got a big game for the Chiefs, but he didn't win, but he did ball out. Number two. I hate to say it. Yeah, Baker Mayfield did it to my boys. My Eagles. <laughs> but David Moore here gets crazy, busy, open catch. Now watch this, though. Out in. Ooh, to the crib, breaks the two tackles, get on me, get on me. And I'm going to get this touchdown and I'm going to score. Listen, I don't know where it's from, but I know he belongs in the end zone. Oh, that's Slay. That's an all-guy Slay on Crazy That's what he does. I'll give him that crazy work, even though they beat us. But he didn't win. He did win the game. But no winner. We going back to Buffalo. It's the playoffs now. Khalil Shakir giving out that crazy, crazy work like Tupac Shakur. Uh, anyway, back to it. Oh, get off. Break the tackle for Mika. Yeah, get off me. Crazy. Look at this move. In oh, out. my God. He went in and out on him and get in the end zone. Ooh. And he to touch down back. Gave it to him. Shakur, no right I see you. Get off me. Look, he stayed up. Oh, oh my up. God. In and out. Ooh. Oh. Pause, pause, pause. That's a 6-6-6. Six, six, six. That's a touchdown. <laughs> Shakur, you win it, man. Hey, listen, dog. Oh, my goodness. I don't know how he did it. But you did it, and you earned it. <laughs> you know that crazy work, that playoff crazy work, showing a little love to Buffalo. Josh Allen found you, and you found the end zone. It's going to be cold out there, though. Heard it was cold last week. It's going to be even colder now. Get that one, get the Chiefs, put the crazy work hoodie on, showing you some love. Let's get it. Playoff football, there's nothing like it. 2-5, you in good shape now, big dog. There it is. Playoff, you in playoff shape. You don't sweat. <laughs> Y'all remember back in the day, Shady did crazy work. My dog would be sweating. Now you you are playing wagon, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Family, speaking of the playoffs, the Niners, they are the number one seed in the NFC. But the Packers, they went into Dallas and beat the brakes off the two seed. Mm. Can the Packers do the same thing versus the Niners? Are we giving the Packers a chance? This playoff football, there's no bigger conversation than the one we're about to have. Next on Speed. Family, we are in overtime. I can't wait for this one because the Niners, I picked them to win the Super Bowl, and it's time for them to play in the playoffs. They're the number one seed, seven all pros, but now they're set to host in the Bay, the Packers. Fred Warner said, quote, I'm not taking the Packers lightly. The Cowboys must have taken the Packers lightly. Close, quote, spoken like a unanimous all pro first team, the only defensive player that was, but I digress. Anyway, um, James, uh-huh. I'll be honest with you, big dog, and I respect you as a person. I respect yeah, yeah. you as a man. I respect yeah. you as a leader in this society. But what I do not respect is the Packers upsetting the 49ers. Ooh. I respect the Packers. Don't respect it. I respect the Packers, okay. but I don't respect the thought that they're going to upset the 49ers. Gotcha. I'm not giving the Packers a chance. Yeah. And I don't say that with some sort of haughty arrogance. I say that very simply. What the Cowboys allowed to happen, the Niners have shown on tape they will not allow to happen. Yeah. Where are the Cowboys' weakest linebacker position. Mm-hmm. What the Packers do all game? Run the ball down Run here, up Adam. and down the field. Yep. Dre Greenlaw, uh-huh. Fred Warner, they're watching that tape, and they're very simply saying, that's not us. Yeah, yeah. What did the Cowboys allow to happen? Mm-hmm. Romeo Dobbs to beat Jordan Lewis and Stephon Gilmore on the exact same route. Mm-hmm. Yeah. On the exact same route. Really good route. You think, phenomenal route. Thank you. 
Thank but Charvarius Ward, an all-pro, uh-huh. he's not letting that happen, okay. especially after watching on tape it happen. Yeah. So the reason I'm not giving the Packers a chance is not because they're not a talented team. They are a talented team, mm-hmm. but I'll say this story and I'll be done. Yeah. It was 2014. I'm playing football with LaShawn McCoy for the Philadelphia Eagles. I've told this story before. It's one of my favorites. DeMarco Murray, I believe he had 1,800 rushing yards that season. Yeah. Against literally every single team in football, he ran for over 100 yards. Mm-hmm. We're about to play the Dallas Cowboys. I'm looking at the tape and I'm like, oh, it's cute that DeMarco ran for 100 on everybody else, but they're not us. Because yeah. I'm watching the tape and I'm like, these defenses aren't schematically sound. Mm-hmm. These linebackers I control is terrible. These yeah. defensive linemen have no gap control. Mm-hmm. DeMarco Murray and all 1,800 of his yards, they play us. We hold him under 100. Yeah. He proceeds to run for over 100 again. But y'all know you play each team in your division twice. So DeMarco Murray sees us once again. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't run for 100 yards again. Yeah. Because they weren't us. Mm-hmm. It's not to say he wasn't a good player. No it's question. not to say he didn't have an all-pro season. But they weren't us. Yeah. The Cowboys ain't the Niners. Mm-hmm. What the Packers did to the Cowboys, it won't happen. Yeah. Not because the Packers aren't good. Because they not <laughs> us. Yeah. Well, I hope the uh, Niners is taking your mindset. Because... They should be on upset alert. And the reason why is a lot of people really, you know, this year, Aaron Rodgers being gone, you really don't watch the Packers and Jordan Love like that. Really not a lot of primetime games and all that. So a lot of people wouldn't know that we got seven first-rounders on our defense with two all-pros. A lot of people wouldn't know that. You the corner, right? You watching film. What route you guarding on that, that Romeo Dobbs ran? I'm, I'm guarding that sale route. Uh-huh, you guarding the sale route. Better, run now we running deep he over. He better. Now we running deep over. Run with a little hunt like we finna go back, better run the back deep to the sale. You know that right now. I'm undercutting yeah. it, though. I'm and the reason we undercut it if you want to, because then we're going to hit you with the sale. Right? <laughs> so you're still, in, you're still in the bind. But the only reason why I bring that up is because y'all got an offensive guru over there in, in Kyle Shanahan. We got one, too, in Coastal Floor. So Jordan Love going to be ready. People don't know we got a really, really young, really, really good receiver core. And the Cowboys found that out. Everybody want to look at it like, how's Stephon Gilmore getting beat one-on-one and Bland getting beat one? Them boys could play. Them boys is really good football players. They're young, but they're really good football players. But a lot of people wouldn't know that. And the Niners don't know that. So, you know, once we step on the field, it is going to be a tough task. This is the second best team in football behind the Baltimore Ravens. We know it's going to be a tough task. But they can get the job done. And I truly believe, and I say it on national TV, we got the better quarterback. Jordan Love is a better quarterback than Brock Purdy. We got the better quarterback. And he's going to play better than Brock Purdy. And they should be on upset alert. Shady, go. go. I'm going to say it again. Shady, you, are you giving the Packers a chance? Mm-hmm. I think no. the Packers have a good – I mean, they have a chance to win. Oh, okay. They're playing good football. I think that uh, Jordan Love is playing good. But the Niners are too much. Mm-hmm. You talked about them all pro players and all that. One thing I, I didn't see the Packers do is, is pressure Jordan Love. The Cowboys. The Cowboys, too. The Cowboys, yeah. sorry. The Niners are going to pressure him. He's going to have hands in his face. He's going he gonna to have some, some – some, he's going to have to get, uh, get away from some defenders out there in the mm-hmm. backfield. It's going to be a good game. And it's in the bay. And they're going to run that ball. We are not the Cowboys. We are mm-hmm. bullies. We are real bullies. We're mm-hmm. not the one to talk Fake joints. on podcasts. We're going to talk on TV or do a snap. We're going to actually go out there and we're going to play play. Yeah, yeah. Right? And they're going to start with Trent Williams on the left side. They're going to run this ball, run this ball with Christian McCaffrey. They're going to throw this ball with Brock Purdy. So it's going to be a different ball game, right? Yeah. And the defense. They're real physical, right? Yeah. We're real, real physical. Not just to talk about. So I just think that it might be too much for the Packers right now because they're a good team, but they're young. Young. Yeah. You got to go through the, the, the growing pains, up and downs. So you got to go through that. Niners, they've been through that. Mm-hmm. That's facts. Joy, you giving the Packers a chance? Yeah, I'm giving everybody a chance <coughs> this weekend. I mean, I, I think the tale of this entire regular season has been that for, really outside of the Niners and the Ravens, and the Niners showed their vulnerability as well, 
everybody isn't that far apart. We, we thought that there was going to be these, then usually there is a couple great teams. We're like, nah, they're like, they're really like that. And everybody else is down here. We did not expect, outside of James, mm. and I, I think you would admit you didn't expect it to look that bad. No, I didn't. <clears throat> the Packers to beat the Cowboys. No, and we like certainly that. didn't oh. expect them to beat them mm. like that. Now, mm. I agree with you. The Cowboys ain't the Niners. Correct. Niners are different, particularly on the defensive side of the ball. Thank you. But to say that they're, they don't have a chance, like, I just, I just don't believe in that. So you're asking me on the upset alert. If they, they win by one point, that is an upset. They are nine-and-a-half-point dogs in the Bay this weekend. That's a huge spread for a, for a playoff game in the divisional round. So, yes, this is going to be a really, really tough game for, for the Packers. The Niners are a, a really, really, really good team. They are bullies. They are tough. They are experienced. They have great players. They have a great coach. But I can't just ignore the performance that the Packers had, even though I don't think that the Cowboys are the Niners. The Cowboys were 16-0 at home Mm -hmm. going into that game. They have nine All-Pros in the field, Mm. a Super Bowl-winning head coach, a Super Bowl-level defensive coordinator, and they whooped the Cowboys. It was embarrassing. It was borderline unwatchable. So I can't ignore what the Packers did, and I hope that the Niners don't either. I think that the Niners are going to take the Packers seriously, even if it's a a nine-and-a-half-point dog. Niners are experienced. They know that don't mean nothing at all, especially based off of the way that the Packers played. Now, look, schematically and all those things you mentioned, that makes a difference. We not them. I agree. Mm-hmm. But I can't. I got to put some respect on what the Packers did last week. It's interesting, though, because, Joy, it's, I'm not ignoring it as much as I'm quantifying it. I'm asking myself why it happened. I was curious why the Packers beat the Cowboys. It truly wasn't until I went back and I watched the tape and I was like, come on, Gilmore. What, what you even looking at? I didn't even want to show the tape. I wanted to hold it until tomorrow, but I'm, I'm going to show the tape. I'm, gonna show, I'm not even going to get up. Y'all can just take, take the tape, Colvin, uh, just take it on the big board. Because I'm just literally wondering, and I'm going to show the play just so y'all can see it. I was literally wondering, Gilmore, what are you looking at? Now, I'm going to circle this person right here. Y'all can just push in. Just push in. Y'all just going to listen to me talk. Just push in. So, Gilmore is the cornerback right here. I'm asking myself, is Charvarius Ward going to make this mistake? See, is Charvarius Ward going to do this right here? Because Gilmore, what are you looking at? Like, Gilmore, you here. Mm-hmm. The receiver is right here. Mm-hmm. Like, what? what? The receiver running out? What you doing? I'm just saying to myself, how did it happen? Okay, let's stay on there. I'm going to pivot to another one. This is going to be Jordan Lewis. This is going to be the exact same route. This is who I want you all to watch this time. Jordan Lewis is that player right there. Jordan Lewis, what, what you doing, big dog? And now, Gilmore, after it happened to Jordan Lewis, how you let it happen to you? So I'm asking myself, how did it happen? Y'all can bring us back with the gym. I'm asking myself, how did it happen? So it's not that I'm ignoring what happened. Joy, I'm trying not to at least. I'm just looking at the tape and I'm saying to myself, Charvarius does not let. Charvarius isn't watching the people in the stands while Romeo Dobbs is running a seven. He's just not doing it. Can I answer that? Go ahead, big dog. Because I cover the Packers, right? All year long, we run a deep overs. So Gilmore and them boys is watching the tape like, man, mm-hmm. I'm going to run this deep over for this man. But Coach LaFleur says, you know what? All year long, we've been running deep overs. We've been in the trips. We motioned into the trips. The third one going, we're going on the deep over, right? We're going to hit him with that sale route this week, right? We saved a couple plays. That throwback screen to the th- – we saved a couple good. plays. So that's what good. I'm saying. The Niners defense is really good. But he's going to have a couple more wrinkles for the Niners defense as well. And those boys can really run routes. Like, that ain't just no play-play route no, in the red zone. That he, even in the red zone that he ran against Gilly. You know, that yeah, that, that's a big-time yeah, that receiver cold. route. Like, these young boys can play. He's going to have some wrinkles for him. But Gilly knew, here come this deep over when they in these certain formations. Tricky, tricky. <laughs> <laughs> 
they're, they're a lot faster when people give them credit for it. So I'm thing. telling you. We got that speed like that. You got our And our best one didn't even get going. Didn't get going. No. What? Who are you talking about? Oh, my God. See, they don't know the pack. Who are you talking they about? They don't know. 1-1 one, one. on our team. The leading receiver on our football team. The gadget player on our team. You think he the best one? Jalen Reed. You think he the best one? Uh-oh. Turn your tape on. Uh-oh. Because I know the Niners is watching know. film right now, and they saying, circle 1-1. One, one. Somebody on the Niners roster practice squad right now on the offense got that 1-1 one, one jersey on in yellow. <laughs> right now, we got a scheme for Jaden Reed. Let me get back. Oh, my Let goodness. Me get- That's what I'm saying. Upset. They don't know. <laughs> <laughs> they don't know. Oh, man, when we return, the Cowboys and the Eagles, they were both upset out of the playoffs. But which team had the bigger disappointment? Was it Dak Prescott? Was it Jalen Hurts? Why y'all got them looking like that? Who cut this? Wrong this shoe? Loose. This shoe? Who cut this? That's how they looking at each other in Cabo. That's how they looking at each other in Cabo. Family, we are in overtime, and unfortunately, the Cowboys, we are in a hurry up, and unfortunately, the Cowboys nor the Eagles wanted to hurry up and get on vacation, but nonetheless, they did. Cabo on three. Eagles lost six of their last seven. Cowboys, well, I don't even know how the hell that happened. Shady, who was a bigger disappointment, Cowboys or Eagles this season, man? Who's number two seed? Number two seed, Cowboys. They played at home? Yes, sir. Got to be the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. All year, we, the Eagles, even at 10-1, and 1, they were struggling, right? We kept saying they don't look good. They're not playing their best ball, but they're finding ways to win. Mm-hmm. Then they won that stretch where they just they couldn't beat anybody. They couldn't beat the Giants. <laughs> they couldn't beat the, the Cardinals. So, I got to go with the Cowboys. More all pros. They played better all year. Their quarterback played at an MVP elite level this mm-hmm. year. How can you not say the Cowboys? Fair. Touche. Joy Taylor, how can you not say the Cowboys? It's without question the Cowboys. Uh, I know everyone's extremely disappointed in the Eagles, and I get it, but... There were a number of reasons why the Eagles, this wasn't their year. And a Super Bowl hangover is one of them. In the last 24 years, since the year 2000, only one team has gone back to the Super Bowl after losing it the year before and won it. Tom Brady was on that team. Mm. Everybody else, home in either conference championship, divisional rounds, or one and done. So it is a real thing. They were in the Super Bowl last year. When the last time Cowboys been in the Super Bowl? Mm. 29 years. Been a long mm. time. Been a long time. I've been alive a, a pretty decent amount of time. Yeah. yeah. But it was, it was like, it's like I'm around there. I was like a kid. I was a baby. I remember it, but I was little. Mm. So the expectations were, were higher for the Cowboys because the Eagles have done more recently. Oh, and by the way, organizationally speaking, the Eagles have been to two Super Bowls in the last six years, won one, and played really well in the other one. And the, the one they played really well in was last year. So it has to be the Cowboys. Nine All-Pros, your, your, your quarterback's an All-Pro in the MVP conversation. I, don't, I think it's a wide gap. Yeah. It's interesting. I guess I'm interpreting this differently because I think it's the Eagles. Mm. The reason I think it's the Eagles is the expectations before the season started were that the Eagles were the better team. We thought the Eagles were going back to the Super Bowl. At least we thought they were going to go to an NFC Championship game. Because we all thought, who in the world is going to beat the Eagles in the first round? Mm. It don't even sound right. There aren't enough good teams to have kept the Eagles from a championship game. We all knew that. We looked around. We discounted completely the Rams. You knew the Bucs was going to be sorry. The whole NFC South was going to be a wash. NFC West, the only team we counted in there was the Niners. NFC East, well, the Eagles were clearly the better team in that division going into the season. NFC North... Come on, man. Mm-hmm. We're looking at the North, Jordan Love, J- Justin Fields, Kirk Cut. So we all thought the Eagles was going to be that team. And then they weren't. So based on my preseason expectations, Joy, my preseason expectations, I think the Eagles are a bigger disappointment. Because if I would have said six months ago, the Cowboys and the Eagles both lose in the first round, mm-hmm. you would have said Cowboys, duh. But Shady would have said Eagles, bro, you sound drunk. Mm-hmm. Eagles? So what, what about when you start play, seeing them play? Yeah. Did you, did you, like Joy talks about. 
update your information. Did you ever update your information? I, after the update, I agree with y'all. Both of y'all, yeah. Based well, on wait, the update. Wait, wait, when? When did you update it? Because mm. after week I five. Said week, I would have said week three, week four. Like, remember, I man. was always saying, even though the Eagles are winning, yeah. it don't matter because they don't look good. Yeah, but, see... And, and for me, everybody looks good on paper, right? Everybody mm. makes some, some additions in the offseason. Everybody looks solid on paper. Some people may look a little bit better than the others. But after week one, all we <laughs> talked about was the Cowboys. I mean, they beat the brakes off the Giants. We're like, is this 49. the greatest Cowboys team in the history of the Cowboys after week one? You're at home where you don't won 15, 16 straight games with the Green Bay Packers being the seventh seed or the seventh seed they never won a game in the playoffs, coming into your building. So the biggest disappointment when you got an all-pro quarterback that has never done that and Coach Mike got you playing at this all-pro level, you got an all-pro pass rusher, broke a record at the corner spot with touchdowns, he got more touchdowns than half the receivers in the National what about Football the fact League. That the Eagles had already beat that team before. Like that is even more insult to injury. You already beat the Bucks in Tampa. By two scores. And, like, none, you know of, none, like, none of that means nothing because I know y'all, I know y'all picked the Eagles, but y'all didn't really have a lot of confidence the Eagles was going to win that right. game with how they I was did. playing. I you did. know, so for me, like, the way the Eagles season went and the way the Cowboys season went, to think that the Cowboys would end up like this in the first round getting kicked out with the Packers coming to their building, yeah, we crazy. all would have said you drunk. That's why up there, all y'all picked the Cowboys except me, and I only picked the Pack because I played for the Pack. <laughs> I didn't play for the Pack. I'd have picked the Cowboys too. So at the end of the day, this is a disappointment because they were playing at such a high level on both sides of the ball. The Eagles wasn't playing at zero high level on no side of the ball, including special teams. They wasn't coaching at a high level. So the biggest disappointment, man, is Coach Mike, Dak, Micah, Jerry. I can just keep on going down lines. Disappointment. Uh, you might as well. Loss. I need to get them vocal cords loose, big dog, because on the other side of this commercial break, you got to atone oh, yeah. for your sins of the A block. You Happy Mer. <laughs> <laughs> when we return, we got to have some fun on this show. You do not want to miss it. That is next on Speed. <laughs> Oh, happy birthday to the one and only Joy Taylor. It is a very, very, very special day, not just on set, but in the world. Mm. Uh, Thank joy, you. Joy, Joy. I feel great. I'm very lucky. I'm very blessed. I get to work with you guys every day. Love you guys. Make it very fun. And to the crew and everyone, thank you very much. We had cupcakes earlier. Red velvet, my favorite. There we go. Is that yeah. what they were? Yeah. You didn't have one. No, he didn't have one. He didn't one. What you mean is that? How, 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 how easy it would be to tell on yourself? Shady, what's up? Can you lead, can you lead us <laughs> no, this time? I you ain't going to hit us a note? No, I came with a the, uh, cupcakes. was really good. Yes. Um, so you don't like, have one that didn't have one. I'll show you ain't going to hit a note for us? Come on. <laughs> Come on. You know, <laughs> the way it is. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Oh, happy birthday, Jordan Taylor. <laughs> <laughs>